right, it's that time again. It's time for English and coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's get into it. Okay, so I hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, I'm going to start this off, you know, talking about my week like I normally do. And then I'll get into um, a couple of topics. I might focus on one topic. I had a couple of different ideas I was bouncing around. But I said, all right, freak it, just pull the trigger, hit record, and let's go. <clears throat> so my week, uh, let's see, it was it was a long week, um, I guess because of the change. We had a, um, over here in America, we have something called uh, where you spring forward and you fall back. So when spring gets close, time jumps forward an hour. So we basically lost an hour, gained an hour of daylight, lost an hour of rest. So I had to adjust to that this week. So that was a bit of a challenge, you know, because I'm used to waking up about six o'clock seven o'clock sometimes sometimes i get up at five but that means when i woke up at seven it was already eight you know so it just threw everything off so it takes a couple of days to get adjusted to it so what i ended up doing is i stayed up all night even though i wanted to go to sleep just so i could get on schedule it took a couple of days to get adjusted but i guess i'm in the groove now so it's all the same i don't know do you have anything like that in your country uh, does your time change periodically throughout the year or or what I know some countries I think Russia I don't think they have the time change so it doesn't really affect them um, I don't know where you're located in the world but maybe you have a similar thing or, or maybe you don't I think some people even have different calendars I don't know get, don't give me the line but uh, let's see so my week along with the time change adjusting to the different schedule and everything went out there met with a couple people um, had some interesting conversations with my clients as I said before, a lot of my clients are in recovery, you know, mental health, drug addiction, but namely drug addiction, alcohol abuse, you know, crack cocaine, heroin, you know, they're on some serious stuff. But um, I've got a couple of people, I guess they're um, dealing with alcohol addiction. So they spend most of their time, free time drinking, and it's just like a problem, you know, because we're out there trying to get jobs and do different things, but they're under the influence. I work with them anyway because I want to help them, but they do not see it as a problem. So, yeah, alcohol addiction is a its a bad thing. I could see if somebody was out there hooked on, like, drugs or something, but it's like alcohol, how do you get hooked on that? I mean, they, they wake up, drink, go to sleep, drink. I mean, everybody's got their own vices. I fish. I'd probably fish 24-7 if I could, but the thing is, fishing isn't going to, you know, kill me or hurt somebody else. You know, I'm not going to get behind the wheel after I caught a big fish and slam into a a Mack truck. Um, just something to think about, but I've been dealing with that this week, you know, working with a few people and just trying to help them through their uh, tough times. I got a couple people, you know, they're in recovery. Some people got eight years, some people got eight days, you know, so it's just different levels. I, I work with a wide variety of uh, people, different situations. I had one client, uh, she had an interview, well, not really an interview, she's supposed to have had this job. I don't know what the empl this employer is doing because, um, this lady has done the application. Well, I helped her do the application. She completed the hiring intake packet, all this stuff, been out to see the manager. She hasn't started working. It's already been like two months. It's crazy. It's a lot of, a lot of different things going on. So it's a lot of back and forth, a lot of driving, a lot of miles on the car. I don't know if I'd mentioned, but I, yeah, I think I did. I went and got my car serviced um, last weekend. So this weekend they wanted me to come back. Uh, I didn't have to pay any money. They just wanted to check because they said I had a blockage in my heater core. So I don't know if you know anything about cars, but that's what I was dealing with early this morning. So I had to get up at like five o'clock, 
do some of my documentation, and then head over there to the mechanic shop, put my car in the shop, and then I walked back to the office. I went over there, did some documentation, listened to some good tunes, downloaded some movies, some music. You know, I don't know who buys stuff anymore, but, you know, went over there, got my media up to date, and walked back to the mechanic shop, went there, the guy said everything was fine, no big deal. He said, I just won't have heat in my car, which is fine because it's already spring, so I'm not complaining. I was able to get out to the water for a little bit, went out there for about four or five hours, didn't catch anything. I hooked into one good fish, I almost had him, but um, he got off, so I didn't even see what it was, but I could tell it was big by the way it was pulling. And then I had another um, two or three hits for some, from some smaller fish. I didn't get them, but it wasn't about catching anything, it was just being out there fishing again. So hopefully next weekend I can get up early like I did this weekend, go out there, get on my kayak and see if I can't um, hook into some big stripers or something like that. I'm surprised I didn't even catch any trout the whole season, like the whole winter, all the way from like November to now. I didn't catch one trout. Trout's normally my fish, but before when I was catching them, I would always catch them in the kayak. So I guess I kind of slacked off on my kayak a bit. So I got to get back on there. I got a lot of things to do, you know, for myself, you know, relaxation, rest, and things like that, but just been so caught up with work, and then the car, and, you know, the dentist, and different things like that, but, you know, that's life, what can you do, right? Keep on trucking, but today's topic, I think I'm going to talk a little bit about um, kids, children, today's children versus children from the past, the past being my past, like when I was growing up, and what the kids are doing now it's two different things probably if you're listening to me you probably grew up around the same time I did so you could probably look back in your childhood and see how things have changed times have changed so that's what we're going to talk about today now when I was coming up I remember growing up and being a child you know I was a kid so I was doing kid things I would go outside play basketball, ride my skateboard with my friends, play Nintendo from sun up to sun down, eat candy, you know, chips, snack, watch cartoons. Saturday I'd get up, you know, bowl of cereal, watch cartoons, see if I could go to the gym, go to karate class, you know, just doing a bunch of positive things. Um, I think a lot of that childhood, uh, you know, it shapes how, how we end up being as adults. You know, you can kind of see when you see somebody who's just got bad manners and they talk loud and they're just cussing all the time or just doing things that are just inappropriate, you can tell they didn't have a good upbringing. You know, I mean, me, I was fortunate. I grew up on a military base, so I was in a military family. My dad was in the service. My mom wasn't in the service, but, you know, she was married to my dad, so I guess she married into the service. And my sister and I, you know, we're military brats. That's what you call uh, military kids, brats. And... Pretty much everybody I consorted with, talked with, everybody was in the service. So all my friends, they had similar family situations. So we kind of all had the same, I guess, mentality uh, where it was a diverse group of people. I mean, I had friends from Guam, Philippines, you know, Japan, of course, Okinawa. I mean, because I was over there. I mean, Americans, people from all over. See, that's one of the big differences um, in growing up, I guess, for me. Uh, and other people that have lived, I guess, in the military family is that 
you grew up around a diverse group of people. I mean, I had math class. I had an Asian teacher for my math class. His name was Mr. Fujimoto. I remember him from seventh grade when I was in elementary school. I forgot the lady's name, but she was in Okinawan, a native, teaching us Okinawan. You know, I mean, maybe it's a big difference, I guess, with the whole military schools and things like this. It was Dodd schools, but um, it's just the whole the whole mentality is different. So I'm just going to fast forward a bit. Um, when I came here to the States in about, I think it was about ninth grade, um, I was kind of blown away just because of how, you know, the children, and this is even me back then in my childhood. So ninth grade, I was about 13 or 14. So came here to the States and the children or the, the teenagers or whatever, the students, all the things that were taboo in elementary school, even Kubasaki High School. I went to Kubasaki High School in Okinawa in seventh grade because they hadn't built Lester Middle School yet. So I got to see what the high schoolers were like. They had a girl that was pregnant in the school and it was just taboo. Everybody was like, oh, she's pregnant, you know, or you might see somebody kissing in the hallway. You know, it wasn't nothing really, 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 you know, just common to see, you know, but I mean, when I got here to the States, went to the school, I mean, you had drugs in the school, you had fights in the school, you had all this ego, machismo, you know, guys fighting, stealing people's girlfriends, girls stealing boyfriends, just drama cars. There's nothing like that over there in Okinawa. Um, <clears throat> but, so, survived high school, of course. But like I said, um, times were different. So now when you look at when you look at kids today, you look at how they're coming up. Now, I was talking about high school, middle school, right? The kids today are doing everything I did in my early teenage years, you know, late teenage years, in elementary school. You know, they're, they're already listening to music with profanity. I mean, when I was growing up, you couldn't listen to anything like that. My, my parents censored my music. I did, I do remember I had um, got a tape of uh, Ice Cube, and it had this song, Gangster's, uh, what is it, Gangster's Fairy Tale. If any of you have listened to that, it was America's Most Wanted, Ice Cube, way back in the day. This is like probably what, the early 90s, not even the early 90s, yeah, early 90s. It's just the time's different. The, the mentality is just completely different. I'm all over the place with this, but um, hopefully you follow it. I'm, I'm mixing in some of my, my childhood experiences at the same time talking about the differences with children today. Okay, so like I said, the, if you if you look at the kids today, not all the kids, but in general, in America, shoot, I don't know what's going on over there in China. I can't tell you what's going on in France. can't tell you what's going on in Iceland. I can tell you what's going on right here in my backyard. Okay, so you, I think, I think what it is, it's not maybe the kids have changed. Maybe it's the parents have changed. Maybe the way that people are even caring about their children. You know, nobody's sitting around at the table anymore having family dinner. You know, I remember coming home, you know, from school, eating a snack. Mom's cooking dinner. And then I'm like, okay, well, can we have dinner yet? She's like, no, we got to wait for your dad. So we sit there. Everybody has dinner at the table. We're all sitting there talking, sharing stories. Now, people just throw their kids in front of the TV they're going out to the club. I mean, it's just a completely different ball game. And if you look at the crime rate and look at who's committing the crimes, you can see that times have changed. It's, 
it's nothing like it was. So as I'm getting older, I can see when my parents were like, you know, you kids are, are different from how we were. And that's the same thing I'm saying with children today. I don't have any kids myself, but, you know, some of my friends' kids are just kids out there in the street. I mean, you go to the store, you see them out there walking a pack of like 10, 15, you know, 12 years old, 12 year olds walking in the street. I mean, that was just unheard of back when I was little. Kids had to be in when it got dark. There's a light, you know, we have street lights here. Um, when the light comes on, you had to be home. You couldn't be out hanging around. Now the kids are out there just causing trouble, wreaking havoc, getting into crimes, getting pregnant. Teenage pregnancies at an all time high. I mean, they got kids killing kids, kids bringing guns to school. I mean, what do you need to bring a gun to school for in the fourth grade? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know what um, what kind of problems or situations you guys have are there with your youth in your country, but um, yeah, in America, it's just it's 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 a mess. It's a handful. Um, yeah, just wanted to get that out there. You know, sometimes you just want to vent some stuff, talk about it and get it out there. We're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back. I guess when you look at things as a whole, it's really all about the kids. Um, anything you do, whether you get a job for yourself, when you go out there and make money, it's all about the kids. Even if you don't see any kids, some kid is gonna reap the benefits of the things you're doing today. If you make an invention, there's gonna be a kid that's gonna be using it years from now. It's like, it all starts at home, you know? It all starts at home. So if kids don't have a good foundation, you know, a mom, a dad, good relatives, uncles, aunts, you know, people around them, giving them good examples of how to be when you become an adult, you know, how to act, how to behave, it's just gonna be a catastrophe, you know, when they get older. And, and I guess I'm speaking on it because I work with a lot of people who didn't have that. And it's not any fault of theirs. I mean, there's sometimes those situations. Um, my dad left the house when I was 14, so of course I suffered there on that part, but I was he was there in the beginning, so I was able to get that male role model, that male figure. Now, at the same time, I'm not gonna say he was the best role model, but he was my dad. You know, he's still alive, everything's good. I mean, he didn't go to jail or anything like that. Not saying there's anything wrong if somebody went to jail and they didn't instill some good values in their child, son or daughter, you know, before they left or whatever happened. Sometimes people die, you know, parents, it's, it's life. But thing is, there's a point. When you get a certain age, you know right from wrong. And some people, even with knowing that, they still choose to do the wrong thing. But I guess it would make sense to them if they grew up saying the wrong things, you know, the wrong examples. So let me just give you an example. <clears throat> so some of the people that I work with, their parents, I'm talking their moms, you know, prostitute, their dad's a drug dealer or a robber or a safe cracker, you know, just criminal life. So the child grows up seeing this and viewing this as the norm. So what do you think they're going to do when they grow up? They're going to do the same thing. So it's just a cycle that repeats and repeats and repeats. So that's why I say it's all about the kids. So what you're doing today is going to affect the kids of tomorrow. And I think now what we have on our hands, maybe our generation or my generation, I don't know what your age is, but maybe our generation made some mistakes somewhere and just 
left left the kids in front of the TV. I don't know, but I mean, I don't have any children. I know if I have a kid, I mean, I'm not going to leave him in front of the TV, you know, or her in front of the TV. I'm going to sit there and you know give those examples. But it's just in today's society, everything's just sped up too fast, and people haven't you know just taken the time to say what are we doing, where are we going, hit the reset button. I mean, I guess it's just. This is just me rambling on, just me talking, but at the same time, it's English. Um, I'm sure I went over a lot of terms and vocabulary. I mean, maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't heard it, but I just wanted to um, vent a little bit. But let's see, uh, what could I, what could I give you guys to um, to utilize when you're talking about children? Hmm. Okay, so I talked about the upbringing. Raising kids. Um, do we have any expressions about children? Hmm. I don't know. One I have is you can't teach what you didn't learn. You know, think about that for a minute. You can't teach what you didn't learn. So if the kid didn't learn it, they can't teach it to another. And the cycle just repeats. So, I mean, it just it just goes back to it's it's important to have those good foundations, good upbringings. Now, for a situation that's already messed up, jacked up, I don't know. I mean, just flush the toilet, hit the reset button. I mean, that's, that's all I can say about that. But, I mean, I hope I'm not out there, you know, offending anybody or whatever. But it's just, it's crazy. But every now and then, you know, I get on here, I go to record this podcast, have a little bit of clarity, have an idea, run with it, because you know I don't write anything. It's unscripted. I kind of like that format. So there's no, there's no pressure when recording. It's just get on here, speak my mind, um, and I hope you guys get something from it. Because like I said, this is a podcast for advanced learners of the English language. Meaning, there's no need for explanations. This is just regular communication. It'd be like if I was sitting here with you or I was sitting in your house or we're sitting in a cafe or something. We're just having a conversation. You ask me a question. I'm just talking, responding, bending my mind. We're having a conversation. It's all over the place because nobody's sitting there speaking in phrases. Nobody's sitting there like they're reading the King James Bible or sounding like James Earl Jones. It's just going to be conversation free flowing, ideas bouncing off the walls. Sometimes they make sense. Sometimes they don't. But that's English. And I finished my coffee. Well, before I get out of here, I'd be interested to know, what are your plans for the spring? What, how do you guys celebrate the spring in the country you live or the area you live in? Here, they have something called spring break. Uh, the students get out of school, high school, college students, even the little elementary kids, uh, they get out of school for about a week. Some people go to Mexico, they go to Cancun, they party, they drink, you know, do drugs, do crazy stuff. Uh, I don't do any of that. I mean, when I was young, I dabbled with the elements and, and partied and things like that. But I'm, I'm much older now, so those days are behind me. But um, whatever you do while you're enjoying this warm weather that's coming to us, be safe. You know, if you're drinking, don't drive. Um, don't do anything that you wouldn't want posted all over the internet because nowadays it doesn't matter what you do there will be a camera recording uh, a video a picture of it that will come back to haunt you if you are not careful so just make sure that you're um, making good decisions with the people you date making good decisions with the things you do and just living life as best you can 
or what's that new thing going around now? Live your best life, right? On that one, I'm out of here. I'll catch you later.